You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on The John DePietro Show. J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let J.K.L. Engineering let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system? Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. Now, J.K.L., is a carrier factory authorized dealer. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, let's face it. Being inside, being comfortable in your home, is there anything more important right now with what we're going through? Call J.K.L. Engineering. Central Air is a game changer for your life. Talk about improving quality of life. Here's what I'm saying. J.K.L., they'll keep you warm in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. 53 years of experience, their reputation, Second to none, whether you're in Rhode Island or Massachusetts, call J.K.L. Engineering today. Estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call my friends at J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. Let's be nice and comfortable in your home. J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Folks, it's John DePietro. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. With us is our uh, legal expert, one of Rhode Island top attorneys, Tim Dodd. Tim, I want to start off with, uh, this was obviously a big story that Channel 12 was involved with. And it's it's non well, no, it actually is corona uh, virus. In, involved because of some of the delays that and reasons why they needed delays had to do with, they said, the virus. But it has to do with the Attorney General actually putting, from what we understand, the JCLS, controlled by St- Speaker Nick Mattiello, on notice. And the, the way I understand it is um, Speaker Mattiello, when I was talking about this yesterday, he was doing an interview with the Journal. This goes back to with the whole Convention Center audit. And he said, well, uh, his friend, who was leaving there, Jim Demers, gave him a list of things that should be looked into. And uh, Mattiello said that to the journal. Well, Channel 12 said, well, we'd like to get a copy of that list. And uh, JCLS, they were fighting it, saying that uh, they didn't have to provide it. It ended up with the attorney general. They basically said that, oh, no, I guess you do have to provide it to Channel 12. Uh, They asked for one delay. They asked for two, three. And then in the end, they came forward and explained, actually, according to them, there is no list. And that did not sit well with the attorney general. Um, what, what can you tell us about this situation, Tim? Yes, um, this all stems from something called the Access to Public Records Act, typically called APRA. And many times folks from the media or just citizens will make APRA requests to get public records Um, the APRA statute is sort of supervised by the attorney general's office. It's an extraordinarily Byzantine, difficult statute to understand, and it's a difficult statute to comply with. 
In fact, the Attorney General's office um, offers a free three-hour seminar, which is conducted every year for lawyers. It's done at uh, Roger Williams University. Hundreds of lawyers go to try to figure out this APRA um, statute. Um, it's very convoluted. Not that that's an excuse for what occurred here, but it's a very confusing statute. There are, I believe, like 15 or 20 exceptions to the obligation to comply with an APRA request. And in the first instance, my understanding is that the attorney for the JCLS attempted to invoke one of the exceptions to compliance with an APRA request. And the um, exception which was put forth was that the request um, would have provided information relating to those um, who they represent. And the theory is that Mattiello, um, that Demers is in Mattiello's district, so that that would ring the bell on one of the exceptions to compliance. The Attorney General's office said, no, 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 that doesn't really conform with what we think is the appropriate exception. So now there's an obligation to comply. And I think that in the first instance, when the exception was raised, that was done in good faith. I mean, again, it's a weird statute. It's convoluted. It's very Byzantine. It's hard to comply with it. So now the exception is knocked down. So the attorney for the JCLS asked for a number of continuances because of this coronavirus. I need more time. I need more time. Um, the whole world is upside down with this coronavirus, but we'll get a response. Ultimately, when they respond, they say, well, there are no documents. So the AG's office rightly says, well, what do you mean? You've been stalling and asking for time and you know, vamping and stalling for, for literally months. And now at the end of the day, you say no such document. Why don't you just tell us that in the first place? And we wouldn't have gone through this whole exercise. Counsel for the JCLS says that it was a mistake and it was not made, quote, willfully or knowingly, but was an oversight while responding to the request. Well, either you believe that or you don't. Um, apparently, the attorney general's office gave it credibility because although the attorney general's office found that um, the JCLS through its attorney had not complied um, appropriately and, and in a timely manner that Nick Mattiello simply didn't have the list, um, that no civil fine was um, assessed against uh, the JCLS or its attorney by the attorney general's office. You know, Peter Narona said, you know, this was a close call. We didn't feel a fine was appropriate, but the JCLS and its attorney is quote unquote unnoticed so that if there's another request and another um, vamping and delaying by the JCLS, the outcome might be very different. So I think that um, the JCLS and its attorney, Joseph Rogers, were given the benefit of the doubt uh, regarding compliance on this particular request. So the reporter from Channel 12 asks for the list that allegedly Mattiello claimed to have in his possession, and he had been provided it by um, Demers. And now at the, at the end of this very protracted exercise, 
the answer is, oops, there is no list. So that's a little disconcerting. Um, it raises a question of transparency. It raises a question of um, the reason for asking for the audit in the first instance. If Demers had provided a list of financial irregularities that prompted Nick Mattiello to ask for the audit, makes sense. Um, now the question is, in terms of all of this list and what was disclosed by Demers allegedly regarding financial improprieties, what, if anything, was testified to about these topics uh, before the grand jury? Um, we still don't know because those proceedings are secret. And in addition, they're indefinitely suspended because of this court closure and grand jury um, suspension while we deal with this coronavirus situation. Folks, uh, it's John DePietro speaking with attorney Tim Todd. Tim, one, one uh, last part about this is um, I, I'm just trying to think of another time. Is this something that maybe happens during the course of uh, when does this normally come off where maybe the judge puts, quote, like someone on notice? And what did you make of Channel 10, uh, Channel 12, excuse me? They, they, were, uh, they wanted a, a, a fine attributed to this. And there's one other piece of this, and that is yesterday I spoke with uh, Blake Filippi, who's the minority, House Minority Leader, and he technically is a member of GCLS. Uh, he's not technically, he is. And he was saying he didn't know anything that was going on. He doesn't like the fact that he's roped in on this. He feels this was a, you know, Mattiello speaker directed show. So um, what can you tell us about that? The JCLS apparently has never met. It's, it's a committee that's been in existence for a long time. Um, they do have a lot of uh, authority and a lot of discretion, but they simply have never met before. Um, certain members of the General Assembly um, are on this JCLS by, um, by benefit of their standing. So Blake Filippi, as the minority leader, he's got a seat on this thing. Um, he may or may not have even known he had a seat on this committee because it was previously so inactive. Um, and it was only um, activated or initiated for this specific request for an audit, um, seemingly out of nowhere, seemingly for retribution purposes. Um, whether it was just retribution or whether there was a good faith basis to think that there were some financial improprieties, we still don't know the answer. But the fact that there's no list of the alleged financial improprieties uh, sort of undercuts um, the notion that this required an emergency audit um, ordered two days before Christmas um, in response to Demers being terminated from his position, or at least the threat of termination. So the sequence of events is, is not favorable to the speaker's position here. And he doesn't have the paperwork to back up what he's been saying in public. But as far as Blake Filippi and his litigation, um, currently there's a motion to dismiss Blake Filippi's complaint on several technical reasons. Right. There's also the issue potentially of mootness that since the request for audit has been withdrawn, that it's not a live issue for the court to consider. So the question is what remains for the court to consider? The, the audit was requested, the request was withdrawn. So is there still a justiciable issue? That's what we would ask in the legal world. 
Yep. Is there a justiciable issue for the court to weigh in on? Um, maybe yes, maybe no. But I think that the fact that the audit was canceled certainly undercuts to a large degree the relief that Blake Filippi was seeking in his complaint. I see. Folks, again, uh, it's John DePietro with attorney Tim Dodd. Coming up, we are going to talk about the governor, Governor Munder's latest stay-at-home order. Also, Sean Hannity in the news. I think that's very interesting. And um, Varsity Blues update, as well as the Second Amendment, it's all ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. This portion of the program brought to you by Bethel Certified Softwash. Let's make sure your house and property looks the best it can look. Right now, spring is the time. You can text Jared, free same-day text estimate, 401-617-2585. They have a great Facebook page, Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Let's get rid of that algae, mildew that's outside in your home, the side of your home, on your pavement, on your patio. Maybe it's on the basketball court. Bethel Certified Soft Wash. They have a great Facebook page. Jared, the before and after pictures are just incredible. What your home could look like or your garage, your property, with Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash. Now, Jared, he came to our house. Folks, it looks brand new. Get rid of, you know, it just happens. You build up some of that algae and mildew, and maybe sometimes you just have some dirt and grime. Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash, especially now we're spending more time outside. You want your house and property to look the best it can. Jared did a fantastic job. My neighbors are saying, my goodness, Juan, look how beautiful your house looks. It looks so clean. My kids said, Daddy, it's like the house got a bath. I said it did get a bath from Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Text Jared, free same-day text estimate, 401 617 2585 find them on facebook it's bethel certified soft wash it's going to make your property your home your deck your walkway any outdoor surface he can get rid of it as far as the algae mildew gets rid of it with a very safe solution it's bethel certified soft wash Hi, Steve here, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in lines to get into stores to buy bottled water. And they didn't have to scramble to get it either when all this first started. They enjoy all the safe, clean water they want, not during just this crisis, but all year long. Don't you think it's time you did too? So as you're standing in line waiting, how about you give my company a call? Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400, 294-2400, a Rhode Island family business since 1986. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by MEGA, MEGA Professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801, 508-336-7801. Now, what exactly do they do, MEGA Professionals? They are here to help you run your business by finding you workers. And maybe you need workers. Maybe you need drivers, workers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, uh, local aka sleep-at-home drivers, class AB, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled workers, labor, healthcare professionals, office professionals. You need workers. You need MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals. You're trying to run your business Listen, it's a hassle trying to hire people, go through all the resumes, set up the interviews. Instead, it's one phone call to help you with your company. MEGA Professionals, 508-336-7801, 508-336-7801 for MEGA Professionals. 
It's John DePietro. Folks, with us is attorney Tim Dodd. It's our legal segment. Tim, um, I want to talk about yesterday, uh, on Wednesday, Governor Mundo is not only, ex- well, the, the stay-at-home order right now is set to expire May, but she is choosing to uh, have things start to go back in, in a set of phases. But something that certainly got the attention yesterday was the announcement that this summer there'll be no folk fest, there'll be no jazz fest, there's no large gatherings. She even said it in the wedding. I wouldn't count on that. Anything larger than 50. I, I'm getting the sense, Tim Dodd, that at some point, no parades, somebody is going to test the waters here and push back and say, listen, I want to have a party of 100 people or I want to have a wedding of 100 people. Um, the, the, what type of firm ground? Because we really haven't seen anyone in a full display challenge it. I know in California, apparently they're going to say this weekend they're going to close the beaches again because they felt too many people went to the beach. But um, what type of firm ground is the governor on with these executive orders that you cannot have people? And this is going, I mean, the the event she's talking about and not until August. It is not even May yet. We're in April. It seems a little far off of people. But what are your thoughts on that, Tim Dodd? I find it distressing that these events are being canceled so far in advance personally. And I I was a bit surprised when the governor announced that the folk festival and the jazz festival should be canceled, that the um, promoters of, or the producers of those events said, okay, we're canceling this year. Uh, No pushback. No, can't we rethink this? Can't we push it back in time? This one of the reasons that these promoters would probably be willing to cancel is um, if there's any insurable interest, if the governor's ordering them to uh, not um, go forward, there may be um, ways for them to invoke uh, policy provisions to recoup some of the money they might have otherwise uh, spent in advance in anticipation of these events occurring or not occurring or trying to cut their losses. Also, if you're the promoter and you put on the event after the governor has said that putting on such an event would be a public health risk, are you exposing yourself to litigation much like the cruise ships and much like other sporting events might expose themselves to lawsuits if you create an environment where you know and reasonably or reasonably should know that people are coming, they're going to be in close proximity Um, And it could be basically a Petri dish for um, communicating this virus from one person to another. So it may well be that the promoters simply don't want to deal with the risks of litigation if they put their events on. But in terms of if somebody wanted to challenge the governor, and I think that's really your question, um, the question boils down to, is this an overreach by the governor? And does this um, announcement exceed the powers, the unique and very um, broad, broad ranging powers that she has um, as the chief executive under um, the emergency created by a, a health emergency? Once there's a health emergency, she has broad powers, which she's been exercising quite vigorously um, regarding shutting down businesses of all types and extending school closures, court closures, and many other um, business activities. The question is, does this exceed her authority? When she originally invoked her authority 
the whole rationale was we got to flatten the curve. We've got to stop emergency rooms from being so over flooded or overflowing with uh, sick people from coronavirus that the medical system collapses and that the emergency rooms can't handle the influx. It seems to me that that emergency has been dealt with effectively. We have avoided the spike. We have avoided uh, emergency rooms being overflowing with uh, sick people. We've avoided the system collapsing. And that was the rationale for her, all of this, schools, courts, businesses, um, restaurants. It was all to stop the spike and to flatten the curve. Now that that's been accomplished, how much longer is this governor and other governors going to keep their state shut down? We're not going to stop this virus from spreading, just like we can't stop the flu that comes every year from spreading. Now, I guess the talking point from this governor and others is if we don't do it my way, people are going to get sick and people are going to die. And I'm not going to have that on my head and you shouldn't want it on your head. So do what I'm telling you, because otherwise people are going to die. Well, Unfortunately, people are going to die from this flu consistently worldwide until a vaccine is discovered because the world can't stay shuttered indefinitely till we come up with a vaccine. We still don't have an effective vaccine for the normal flu right. and, for, and for many other viral illnesses. That's exactly right, Tim Dodd. Folks, it's John DePietro. And again, we're speaking with attorney De- Tim Dodd, and a lot more ahead right here. We're going to get to that and a lot more right here on the John DePietro Show. Remember, for your business, Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-21. MEG, Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Remember, free estimates. Call them today, 508 508- 336-2110. Mega truck and trailer appear. FHWA inspections or Rhode Island State Inspection Station. Trailer pickup and delivery. 24-hour mobile service. ABS repairs, brakes, doors. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it. Mega truck and trailer appear. Call them 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for Mega truck and trailer repair. Hi, Steve here, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in lines to get into stores to buy bottled water. And they didn't have to scramble to get it either when all this first started. They enjoy all the safe, clean water they want, not during just this crisis, but all year long. Don't you think it's time you did too? So as you're standing in line waiting, how about you give my company a call? Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. 2400, a Rhode Island family business since 1986. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401 431 2300. MEGA Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third party brokers for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing? Proven track record with Fortune 500 companies, you can depend on MEGA, M-E-G-A Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300, 401-431-2300. 
401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. Folks, again, it's John DePietro with attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, I want to touch on the Fox News uh, situation. Sean Hannity had a very extensive letter, uh, several pages sent to the New York Times, seeking a retraction. Uh, I don't know about an apology, but definitely retraction. He goes through this long length of things that he claims that they have been trying to pin some responsibility that based on his reporting, it was irresponsible regarding the coronavirus. Now, what's a little unusual about this is obviously, you know, the New York Times pretty regularly goes after Hannity and President Trump. But would you read it, Tim Dodd? There's definitely a little bit of an undercurrent. And I want to hear your thoughts that the way I read this was Hannity wants to be very aggressive and make sure in, by the way, first of all, the New York times said, we're not doing anything of the sort. So the answer is no, they were very quick with them, but it almost seems that in no way does Hannity now, not yet Fox news, but Hannity want in any way that anyone's going to point the finger at him that somehow because of things he said on his show, that then that underplayed the coronavirus, because then there's this other story of this woman that says, her father regularly watched Fox News. That was his source of news. He uh, was watching it. They said it was fine. He went on a cruise ship and then he died. So there's a little bit of this stuff swelling, swirling in the air, trying to throw some direction towards uh, Fox News with blame. But what do you make of the Hannity situation, Tim Dodd? I did read the, the letter that Hannity's attorneys sent to the New York Times and it was an extremely detailed letter um, going through each date of what Hannity was saying, what others were saying, um, what sources friendly to the New York Times were saying, and essentially um, carving out that although the New York Times is trying to pitch the, the notion and get it into the public's consciousness that Hannity misled and intentionally misled the public on the consequences and the threat of this coronavirus, that clearly, if you follow the timeline and what was being said by Hannity and by others contemporaneously with when Hannity was on air, that the facts just don't bear out that he knowingly or intentionally was misleading or misinforming the public. And if you go through the letter line for line, I think his counsel does a very good job of pointing this out. For instance, they'll go through the fact that Hannity would say, you know, certain um, comments regarding this virus. And on the same day, um, Governor Cuomo, who's now being hailed as some great, you know, provider of information by the mainstream media was saying the risk to New Yorkers is low. Um, you should be able to go to work. You should be able to get on the subways. You'd have um, Mayor de Blasio saying, take the subways, go to festivals, go to restaurants, congregate and mingle. The, the risk to New Yorkers is low. You've got Nancy Pelosi saying similar things. So they're trying to single, the New York Times is trying to single out Hannity as being this, you know, character uh, providing 
um, essentially deadly information and misinforming people. But at the same time, Hannity was raising questions about this virus and interviewing scientific people from the scientific community. You've got other politicians who are friendly to the Times saying the risk to New Yorkers is low. You got Nancy Pelosi saying the risk to Californians is low. Come to festivals, go to restaurants, um, come out, spend your money. So trying to pin this onto Hannity, I, I think, doesn't fly as a factual matter and it doesn't fly as a legal matter. But the New York Times and its media allies can certainly, through repetitive uh, repeatedly saying things can give the public the perception that it's true, even if it isn't. So the first step is you give the New York Times an opportunity to retract in response to a very detailed letter. New York Times very tersely responds, we're not retracting anything. So now the ball's back in Hannity's court. Does he go to the next step or does he keep things where it is? Uh, his next step would be to sue the New York Times for libel, saying that the New York Times is saying things that are true, excuse me, that are false, that they know to be untrue, or they're making statements with reckless disregard to whether they're true or false. And now that Hannity's lawyer has laid it out in excruciating detail, um, if the New York Times continues to insist that what they reported is true, then it's clear that they were making these reports, knowing it to be false or making it with dis reckless disregard to whether it was true or false. So Hannity's setting himself up for a showdown with the New York Times, and he can sue the New York Times and force them to defend and force them to back up all the statements they're making in the media, in the press. Um, I think he's going to do it. And, and Tim, do you think, is this somewhat of, uh, this is the time to kind of wage the battle? You don't want something like that to be out there and not be challenged because going forward, they, this is something there. Uh, and I've heard they're very, very sensitive about this. They, they, they don't dismiss it, you know, with Fox news and so forth, they take it very serious. And it would seem that if you allow this to kind of permeate out there, it's almost as if you're accepting that that is what happened. Yes. And, you know, we've seen historically when, um, uh, Hannity's not a politician, he's, he's a political pundit, but um, certain politicians over the years have um, absorbed negative press coverage and not really hit back. And I think Hannity's had three years to watch the president, for better or for worse, yep. hit back and not take it. And um, if he gets hit, he hits back twice as hard, sometimes effectively, sometimes not so much. But I think Hannity is taking a page out of the Trump playbook. And when he's being hit here by the New York Times, um, he's hitting back. It's clearly been an agenda item for many left-wing um, news sources and left-wing organizations to uh, target people like Hannity and Limbaugh and others uh, to try to limit their ability to have access to the airways or t the televisions um, networks to get their message out there. There's clearly an organized campaign in an attempt to silence um, pundits and broadcasters who um, approach things if, from the right, if you will. And I think Hannity's smart to push back now 
before a tidal wave starts to sweep over him that it will become much more difficult for him to fight back. Folks, it's John DePietro speaking with attorney Tim Dodd. Coming up, we're going to ask uh, Tim about the whole Biden accusations and also uh, a Varsity Blues update and a story about the Second Amendment. It's all ahead next on the John DePietro Show. Well, it's John DePietro. This portion of the program is brought to you by Johnson Propane. Now listen, you want to be prepared for what's going ahead. Now is the time to stock up on propane. Stop in. Phil never runs out. That's right. Phil Johnson never runs out. Easy to get to. Located 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. And it's right in front of Stop and Shop, right over near Rhode Island College. They are open seven days a week. Propane tank and supplies. They fill Blue Rhino. And they will fill up all your propane tanks. Credit cards, debit cards are accepted. You can call Phil Johnson at 401-621-8129. 401-621-8129. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Call Phil, 401-621-8129. Now is the time to stock up. It's drive-in, no wait, propane filling station. They'll fill up your tank. Now is the time. You want to make sure. You don't know what's going to happen. And if, in fact, you get locked down or you have to be out, then you want to make sure you have propane. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. I, I'm stopping by to have Phil fill up. I have two tanks. I'm going to have them both filled up. 401-621-8129. Stop in and see him. He's just terrific. And again, right, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence, right near Rhode Island College, and right in front of Stop and Shop. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVast is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVast Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. It's John DePietro. Listen, folks, this is a unique situation. But instead of wasting the time by just watching television or old episodes of old movies, instead, clean up your home, clean up your attic, clean up your basement and your garage. Call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517. Call them for a free estimate. They will deliver a dumpster right to your home. Do some spring cleaning. Use this time to finally clean that out that old junk from your basement, from your attic, from your garage. Do some spring cleaning. Use this unique time. Call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517. They'll come to your home. They will drop off a dumpster. 
you load it up, tell them whenever it is. Maybe it stays for a week. Maybe it stays for a weekend. Maybe it stays for one day. Call Brothers Disposal today. Free estimate, 401-688-0517. Stop watching Netflix. Do something productive. Finally, clean up your home. Clean out that garage or the attic or the basement. Call Brothers Disposal today, 401 401- 688-0517 free estimate 401-688-0517 it's brother's disposal and let's get a dumpster in the driveway it's john DePietro weekdays folks we start at 11 we go till 2 a.m 1380 with me is attorney tim dot tim let's uh, touch on a couple of quick uh topics in our remaining moments starting with uh boy the drumbeats uh, of this accusation against vice president biden they're getting louder. They're not going away. And even now, uh, the Washington Post has come out with an op-ed saying that he needs to address them. They thought initially, just try to ignore it. Maybe this accusation from Tara Reid will go away. But um, a, a big part of this is, that I've been asked as well from e- email from listeners is, is this an embarrassment for the former vice president? Is this something he's, you know, terrible conduct or is he still potentially in some kind of legal jeopardy? He's really not in any legal jeopardy at this point. Um, his accuser did file a complaint with the D.C. Police Department within the last few weeks. My understanding is that complaint has essentially been closed or that investigation has been closed. As far as any civil um, lawsuit that she could have potentially had against Joe Biden, the statute of limitations long ago has run on that. And in terms of the alleged sexual assault, every state has a different um, statute of limitations regarding the type of sexual assault that she alleges. And it's my understanding or my presumption based upon the D.C. police closing the case that the statute is also run um, on what he could have potentially been charged with criminally, although I don't practice in D.C., what he's alleged to have done would be um, a, a first-degree sexual assault. He's alleged to have digitally penetrated um, the victim, the alleged victim, vaginally. That's a first-degree sexual assault. Now, as we've seen with uh, folks like Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein, in certain jurisdictions, there is no statute of limitations on such conduct. So if you've got penetration, you know, with 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 any body part, be it you know genitalia, fingers, um, or or take your pick. Um, in certain jurisdictions where that is a first degree sexual assault, there is no statute of limitations. I don't think that's going to be the case for Miss no. Reed with what she's got going on. But you you've got Biden making these pronouncements, especially during the Kavanaugh investigation, that women are to be believed. Women should be able to air their grievances. Um, women are entitled to be believed and respected. And he's blowing this all off. Uh, one of the interesting um, aspects of the Washington Post, which was kind of shocking that they're coming out and hitting Biden a bit on this, saying, OK, Biden, You've got your um, senatorial records. There's, there's thousands of boxes of material that you've donated to the University of Delaware. Um, but you've also stipulated that those boxes, which are all the records of your time in the Senate, can't be opened until two years after you leave public life. 
Biden, you could say right now, I'm waiving the two-year provision. Let's open it all up now and go through these boxes to see if there's anything in there that would corroborate or disprove um, Tara Reid's statements. Um, he hasn't responded to that. I thought that was a very wise um, overture that the Post made saying, open up, open up your records. John, also the thing you'll never know here is whether this was the subject of anything that ever happened in the Senate. Now, I guess if there was an ethics complaint made against Biden, Ms. Reid would have come out with it. But you know that um, millions of dollars are spent annually uh, hushing up complaints against um, members of Congress, uh, senators, for improprieties which are hushed up with money to settle cases which is never disclosed, never on the record in either the House or the Senate, and people have to sign non-disclosure agreements. Now, I'm not sure this case went that far, but clearly um, members of Congress, members of the Senate are very good at papering over and hushing up their misdeeds and paying out money from the public funds to silence their accusers and their alleged victims. So there is a pretty good track record of, you know, this type of conduct being um, sat on and hushed up and paid off uh, by members of Congress for things that have happened over the decades. This is an ongoing problem and it should be stopped. And there should be a move to open up the records on all of these accus accusations and what what members of Congress, what senators have paid out and who the accusers have been and what the alleged conduct has been. The public never finds this stuff out. Uh, Folks, we are going to leave it there. He is uh, Rhode Island top attorney, Tim Dodd. Tim, great job. We will talk to you again and stay safe. You too, John. Take care. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in and see them, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right off of Civil Spring Street. Look for them on Facebook, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They're right next door to AAA in Providence. And folks, they have outdone themselves introducing the chocolate-covered Trump donuts. Wait to see them. They are delicious. Their pictures on Facebook page of the Trump chocolate-covered donuts. President Trump chocolate-covered donuts only in Rhode Island and only at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in. Listen, of course you're locked in the house, but that doesn't mean you can't get out and get some nice delicious food like sausage and peppers or eggplant. They have the best calzones, meatball calzones, buffalo chicken calzones. They have pepperoni and cheese, Philly cheesesteak calzone, the chicken parm calzones, plain and deluxe spinach pies, old-fashioned pizza strips, cannolis, brownies, cakes, and again, the Trump chocolate-covered donuts. They're waiting for you at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop it and see them. Look for them on Facebook, and they're easy to get to. They're right off of Silver Spring Street, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, not far from Branch Avenue. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for them on Facebook. Stop in today for some nice, fresh calzones or pastry. Everything baked fresh. Ron and Melissa, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. It's John DePietro, and there's nothing more important than cleaning your home, your business, a school, any type of building. You need Soul Source Restoration, a Rhode Island-based company, and it's Soul, S-O-L-E, like the sole of your shoe, Soul Source Restoration. Call them today at 401 712 
2700. Coronavirus Cleaning and Disinfection Service, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. You know, Soul Source Restoration, folks, they are one of the few companies in the entire country have the type of equipment experience that you need. As far as residential, is there anything more important than making sure your home is absolutely clean from viruses for your family, for your friends, for yourself? Soul Source Restoration. Same for your business. They have the expertise, the type of equipment that you need to get through this crisis. We spoke with Mike Seepy of Soul Source Restoration, and I asked him about just that very thing, the microthermal fogging and electrostatic spraying equipment that makes Soul Source Restoration different than every other company. We're a full-service restoration company, as you know, John. We've been in it about 15 years now, and with this coronavirus that has changed our world for the time being, we found a unique way to provide a true 99.9% disinfectant service. Mike, Soul Source Restoration, and again, folks, it's S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration. What is, what would you say, what is the goal? What is the goal of the company? Our main goal is to utilize our services to keep essential and non-essential businesses safe, protecting both employees and customers. And with sole source restoration, what is the difference equipment that you use that probably is different than any other company, certainly in Rhode Island right now, but the way I understand it, I've heard you're one of only six companies in the entire country that have the type of equipment that you have. We utilize CDC-approved hospital-grade disinfectant enhanced with sporocyte and viricide that we atomize by means of microthermal foggers. These microthermal foggers break down the disinfectant to 3 to 5 micron, which is basically a fancy word for micromillimeter. This allows the disinfectant to saturate air particles and cover all surface material, giving you a true 99.9% kill of all pathogens. You know, Mike, right now someone is listening saying, John DePietro, this does sound fine. Mike Seepy, Soul Service Restoration, it sounds fine. But I already have a janitorial or cleaning company, and, and they tell me that, that they think they can get rid of the coronavirus. These old methods leave a lot of room for human error, utilizing older equipment that doesn't break down the disinfectant in a way that's going to kill the coronavirus. Mike, with sole source restoration, now you have the country is in pandemic. Everyone is freaked. We are seeing death about the coronavirus. What right now is the biggest challenge for a company like yours that has the capability for a coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service? Our biggest challenge, John, is educating the public that what we're doing is very different from janitorial and normal restoration companies whose conventional methods of cleaning mainly comprise of mops, buckets, spray bottles, and kettle pot foggers. Don't take any chances. Call Soul Source Restoration today. Coronavirus Cleaning and Disinfection Service for Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Call them at 401-712-2700. 401-712-2700. They have the equipment that you need. They will fully clean your home, your property, your office, your school, whether it's any type of business. You heard CDC-approved environmentally and pet friendly they have the protective equipment they have the type of equipment that you need don't take any chances a rhode island based company and they're in a league of their own with the type of resources they have to fully disinfect your property from the coronavirus sole source restoration call them today 
home or business 401-712-2700 it's sole source restoration coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service for rhode island massachusetts and connecticut again look for them online sole source restoration.com this portion of the john DePietro show is brought to you by a kyberry antioxidant folks nothing more important than making sure your body has all the nutrients that it needs to stay nice and healthy you need a kyberry let me spell it for you a c a i b e r r i a kyberry now all you do is you buy the bottle it's delicious and what is it filled with antioxidants virus fighting incredible antivirus antioxidant properties tremendous power for your body now you can find them check out their website akai berry a c a i b e r r i dot com it is incredible you're talking about fruit juices that add so much value it's an antioxidant which means it gives your body the healthy ingredients that it needs to stay healthy and remain healthy now it's available at dave's in east greenwich you can also get it at benda ravioli also, it's sold at It's My Health in Cumberland. Find them online, akaiberry.com, or also the main office is 50 King Street in Johnston. Now, I've been drinking it every day. It is incredible. It gives you energy, and more important, this is an antioxidant, a Kai berry that fights off viruses. A Kai berry, you can call them at 401-497-0740. Look for it at the places I mentioned and also online, AC a-i-b-e-r-r-i dot com akai berry you're listening to the john DePietro show weekdays we start at 11 we go until 2 non-stop coverage pandemic worldwide the coronavirus hits rhode island massachusetts connecticut go to the website depetro.com D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. You can listen live at the website. You ever miss any coverage at the website at the top, click on radio show. You can listen. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. It's John DePietro Show. And as always, you can email me, John at DePietro.com. Much more ahead pandemic coverage on the John DePietro Show. Hi, I'm Steve, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in store lines waiting to get in to buy more bottled water, and they didn't have to scramble to get it when all this started. They're enjoying all the safe, clean water they want all year long. They're drinking it, cooking with it, bathing in it, doing everything in it except searching for it, rationing it, and now waiting in lines. As this crisis further restricts your freedoms and choices and store shelves empty, I hope you now realize how important it is to take control over your own water quality like thousands of my customers already have. Because when this crisis is over, your bad water quality won't be, and neither will your bottled water dependency. So ask yourself, do you think you're finally worth making a one-time investment for a lifetime of clean, safe water? If so, call my company. Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. Water Filter Company, a Rhode Island family business since 1986. Water Filter Company, 294-2400. Because is it really worth going through all this? 
This portion of our show is brought to you by Henry Oil. Call Henry Oil today at 401-521-0200. Online, henryoil.com. Henry Oil, reliable, affordable, fuel oil delivery. Fuel oil, diesel, diesel, gasoline delivery. Call Henry Oil today, 401 401- Five two one zero two hundred. A Rhode Island success story. Henry Oil. Their proud history. Think of that. Nineteen forty-seven. Started by Carmine Henry DeSanto. Delivered fuel oil with a single truck operation, and their tradition continues. Call Henry Oil today. They do a great job. Carmine and Lori. Four zero one five two one. 0200 online henryoil.com serving most of rhode island and southeastern mass they have lock and cap pricing they have budget plans automatic delivery oil burner service and installation fuel oil diesel gasoline delivery and 24-hour burner service you can depend on henry oil since 1947 401-521-0200 online at henryoil.com this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Lawn Doctor. Call today, your best lawn ever guaranteed, 401-392-1025, 401-392-1025, or online, they have a great website, lawndoctor.com. What do they do? Well, outdoor pest control, annual program, lawn care service. They make great lawns happen. Lawn Doctor at Island, your lawn care company. Love your lawn best lawn guaranteed call them today 401-392-1025 free uh, consultation and estimate 401-392-1025 lawn doctor and now is the time because you can get the early spring the crabgrass control time release fertilizer professional blend of high calcium line lawn doctor go online check them out it's lawndoctor.com or call them today 401 Three nine two ten twenty five Lawn Doctor.